Welcome to Nostalgiatron, a gentle smattering of nostalgia deep into your ear canal. <laughs> Disgusting. Welcome to Nostalgiatron. This is episode seven of our podcast about all things nostalgic, things that we remember. Nostalgic. Nostalgic. Um, what was it um, when I looked up the definition? It was uh, a sentimental yearning, that was it. A sentimental yearning. So looking back word. on things that we are sentimental about and yearning for them still. Is yearning almost onomatopoeic? Yearn. It kind of almost is, isn't it? It kind of feels like you're reaching out when you're it saying does, it, it? It does, it does. It's a weird word. It's one of the ones the more you repeat in your head. It just, have you ever done that before? You've like listened, you've thought about a word so much that suddenly it just makes no sense anymore to you yeah you like, just, like or like wonder. it just looks weird as well if you type something out and then keep on looking at it like when you're designing something it's a but really kind of get lost into it yeah you just have to keep questioning yourself whether it's spelt right and it's, yeah yeah it's weird it's weird how that happens it's like kind of rediscover things anyway so episode seven we are going to be talking about summer holidays things that we're nostalgic for because summer holidays you are on your summer holiday and i am on my sabbatical <laughs> is that what we're going to call it? Yeah, sure, why not? I'm on my sabbatical, midlife crisis. Um, we were speaking off air before, and um, possibly you've come up with the theory that something traumatic might have happened to me during Everything. the summer holiday, and I've completely wiped my, uh, my memory of anything. Every, every summer as well, it would seem. July and August for about I don't know, 16 years have just gone. Yeah, this is this is really interesting because obviously what we do is we sit down and we sift through the thousands of emails we get with suggestions for for, for future episodes. Um, that takes no time at all, and then after that we decide on what we're going to do the theme on. And I was just like, summer holidays. We're on summer holidays. It's it's July, like, and I had perfect timing. Yeah, such. I think it was probably my favourite time in the whole year when I was on my school summer holidays. I can't remember anything. Not a single thing. I've got no notes. This is the first time ever I've come in. I've got no notes. I'm just going to sit back, relax, listen to your stories. Um, Maybe it'll but conjure something up. Don't. Didn't you say you had to do stuff for your uh, parents? <laughs> yeah. Odd jobs. Yeah. What kind um, of things? Yes, yeah, so the only thing I can remember from from summer holidays and this must have been later on maybe like when I was teenagers is doing chores for my dad like my dad would get six home six weeks yeah I guess, yeah but I mean who knows I can't remember much of it my dad got home maybe about six in the morning because he was a baker six in the morning yeah yeah so when I woke up ah, in so the he summer didn't holidays work he in would his, be in bed he still. didn't work like in the shop front I just always assumed he worked in the shop front as well as made the cakes no no yes yeah uh, people uh, working in the shops. But he was the master baker. He was the master baker. Any, yeah. Anyone, any any fucker can serve, but only one can master bake. Exactly. Um. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't see my mum much in the summer holidays, I guess, because she would have been working in one of the shops. Uh, but my dad was around quite a bit, so I don't know to keep me occupied. He would he would give me little jobs around the house, like paid jobs, which I'd then use for for beer money. That's why I'm thinking it's probably a little bit later, yeah. So, so beer money. So it'd be things like cleaning out gutters, I don't know, painting the painting the window seals, 
My dad did not go up a ladder. You mean, cutting the grass. You'd be obsolete with a hedgehog gutter brush. Yeah. Uh, cut the grass. I used to have cut the grass. Yeah. I used to get a fiver for doing my garden. Yeah, I reckon it was fivers for, for these jobs, yeah. Which is good, because then in the evenings, go to the pub. Well, it's, it's interesting, speaking of like summer, because I, I, I totally forgotten about that until you started talking about our jobs. There was one summer that I spent with my mate, whose dad works in some sort of construction or something. And um, what kind of construction do you know? I don't know, like factories and stuff, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, and then he came back with this about 10 huge sacks full of this really chunky copper cabling, but it had the out, it had the outer piping on it. So I spent three weeks stripping these cables. Oh, god, now, maybe not three weeks, maybe that's in general, maybe, 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 maybe one week. Like stripping these greasy cables to kind of remove the plastic out of sleeve to get into the goodness of the copper. I mean, it's pretty chunky. It's probably like a couple Why are you doing this, though? Because then we got paid. Oh, right. What was he doing? 50 this? pounds. So did he, like, nicked this um, yeah, pretty much, wiring off of a site and they send the copper then? Yeah, well, I think it was going to be disposed of. I mean, I don't think you ever really dispose of it. It's quite valuable, but... Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's what happens. Um, so he was part of some kind of uh, copper mining ring. It was um, yeah, just driven like the like, power in the village was up for ages that yeah. summer. <laughs> the um, but yeah, it was pretty cool because we just sat in this kind of garage, had our Stanley knives and like gloves on, which got fucked up because there was just so much grease and shit on these cables, and um, listening to like jungle. <laughs> like dreamscape you know those old tape packs you used to get helter skelter what a weird summer that was like the amazing spending a week work, listening to jungle and working like wine. a man listening to jungle getting paid 50 pounds yeah does, does life get I mean that in itself I probably remembered more than you've done in just that one week of one summer holiday than you managed in your whole childhood for summer holidays yeah yeah, honestly, I've got nothing, nothing. So didn't you, like, do anything at school, like, on the last day of term? Because it used to be a big, particularly in primary school, I mean, it's, it's always a big deal moving up a year in school, isn't it? You just feel like you're maturing and stuff. But like, I remember the last day they used to, like, let us bring us in games and get the old VHS out and maybe we'll watch a movie or something. Yeah, I can remember I can remember that. I can remember playing games at school. So I'm guessing that must have been a, on the end of term. But no, nah, man. Nothing, nothing else? Nothing. Well... Do you not like remember watching TV on the summer holidays? That they used to have, um, I think they'd have like a, a limited run of programs that are only on during the six weeks of the summer or something like that. It'd be a new series because they used to change the broadcasting around because the kids were out. I definitely, um, I definitely watched loads of Blackadder every summer holidays. I probably got the Star Wars VHS out. So that, but. Yeah, so a bit of movie, bit, maybe bit like watching. my summer holidays are just so shit and boring. That's why I don't remember them. Maybe no do, do, you not, do you not remember like the TV cartoons used to be on? Like, I mean, it used to be pretty much like the Saturday morning TV. Yeah, but it used to be like, um, like specialist cartoons, which are just there for the run of the summer holidays. So you used to have it like, but every morning as well, as opposed to oh, really? just on Saturdays. Yeah, they used to be like children's TV. Maybe it was on Channel Four or something weird. I don't quite remember but I definitely remember there were some pretty cool programmes and one of the programmes do you not remember a programme called Why Don't You? No. <laughs> do you not remember that? Why Don't You What? Well I just remember we just basically tell you just kind of things you can be doing outdoors and stuff like <laughs> swimming 
I know that's a bad example. But the TV programs remind you of all the things you could be doing if you wasn't watching that TV program. Th- but 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 I always used to think it was shocking for that exact reason because it used to the TV theme song and I, I can't remember the the melody of it. But it used to say, "Why don't you switch off your TV set and do something more useful instead?" <laughs> So when they looked at or their viewer ratings, they all dropped like off that. dramatically after the first 10 seconds of the programme. I just used to think, like, that within the first 15 seconds of this programme's intro starting, they've just told you to switch off your TV set. And I just thought, that's it's a bold the, move. I mean, it's just stupid, isn't it? I, <laughs> mean, I mean, if anyone took it literally, they've lost a viewer. But yeah, no, I used to remember, I used to remember getting up and, um, and watching a bit of t- television. We used to get, my brother and I used to get sent to some random other mum's house because my mum used to have to work. <laughs> Just a random... Well, they used, to, they used to be kids that went to our school, like right. in, in primary school, because um, I don't know for what, for what reason, but obviously my dad was always working. My mum had started working, always was working anyway. But yeah, we used to have to kind of like... It was pretty cool because it was like one of my mates from primary... In fact, two of the people from primary school, like they, I remember going going to their houses and stuff, and it used to be good because you just got like a pal who's also off, like in their house just playing stuff. Yeah, yeah. When I was much younger, and that used to be that used to be pretty cool. Like apart from having to walk to the house and back because it was like ten minutes. Which... So would this be for the whole summer holidays then? For six weeks, you'd be no, because else's we'd house. always do a family holiday. Ah, okay. Did you okay. never go on holiday as a family? No, I couldn't. Not um, not in summer because it's like a busy time of year for my dad. So he took off a week every Christmas. <laughs> Why is summertime a busy time of year? For they have babies? loads of events, like outdoor events. Ah, so you get okay, like okay, a lot of stuff sense. going yeah, on, like yeah. fates and stuff. Yeah, they don't eat cakes in indoor events. Yeah, they don't eat cakes in indoor events. Only outdoor events. Who knows? But um, yeah, yeah. So he'd only take a week off at Christmas time. So we'd always go to like Canary Islands, but Christmas time. Oh, nice. Yeah, summer holidays, yeah. Canary Islands. Yeah, yeah, because the weather's decent, isn't it, then? So, yeah, yeah it's, it's really decent. I was there, I was there like, last November, and it was most agreeable. The weather, oh, really? Yeah, well, we used to, like, God, I, I, we religiously had a holiday every single year. Where did you go? Same place or different? Well, for the, for the younger years, it was just uh, a jaunt down to a town called Brixham, which is Brixton. on the, yeah, we used to go down to Brixton in unusual, uh, the late 80s, unusual early choice 90s. Of location that, would have been a, that would have been an eventful trip. But no, Brixham, Brixham. Where's that? It's like on the south coast somewhere. Maybe it's in Dorset. Okay. I don't know. Um, all I remember is they had like the, the OG Golden Hind. And they've got the replica in London. The what? The OG yeah. Golden Hind, which is like the fastest clipper boat. Trust me, I spent so many holidays. I know this little, I know every every detail. The Golden Have you not seen Hind. it? This is like a massive tourist attraction in central <laughs> no. London. No, it really what is. is. It and they've only got a replica. This was the original, a clipper boat, like an original, like sailing ship, ah, like right. a really, really nice one. Like, like, and, and at the time, it was like the, I don't know, like. I'm sure this is really, really famous, and I'm just. Uh... I think it is. I think when people listen to this, they'll be like, yeah, I know that boat in London or I I know the Golden Hind because it's... Or maybe I've just seen it so many fucking times that I think it's this fucking big deal and nobody else has heard of it. Golden Hind. Golden Hind. Look. Hind. Like a behind. As in... Like the hind quarters. like a deer or something, isn't it? Oh, is it? A hind. That's why it's called the Golden Hind. Not like bottom. Um, Manufactured in 1747. Uh, No, it wasn't. Maybe it was, but... 
But yeah, no, it was like this pretty awesome boat with like rigging and stuff like that, like proper pirate time boat. Yeah, cool. So yeah, how uh, long did you spend? Um, I think maybe on holiday looking at this boat. Well, I think we went there at least four or five times for a week, just really? to this boat. <laughs> no, no, to to uh, to, uh, to Brixham. And there was this other there was this other machine there. You kind of like you put a coin in. and and it did this like little animatronic kind of like scene. Do you know him for those ones? A little bit like the one in Big, the film Big. A bit like that, yeah, but more mechanical, right more mechanical and less kind of ghastly clown kind of face or Sultan face or it's whatever. Sultan, it yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was more like a kind of like. Actually, it was actually like a three D shit cartoon that lasted like thirty <laughs> seconds because you just kind of like move with kind of like cogs and stuff like that. And like I, a little puppet show. I used to fucking love it. I absolutely used to fucking love it. But I must. This is. I must have been like six, <laughs> sixteen. But I used to love this little thing just going. Is it like in a, like an arcade? Place? I couldn't get enough of it. I would like. I don't think it's kind of yeah, yeah, like those old old school seafront yeah, arcades with the them. penny pushers. Oh, the penny pushers. Yeah. I used to, do. Do you remember going to those arcades? I used to just love walking around and waiting for one of those penny pushers just to drop some free money out <laughs> to me and see if I can rebuild my fortune <laughs> just using the takings from the penny pushers. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, Never happened. Those machines are so addictive, aren't they? They were so addictive. You could I see just, them just teetering on the edge. You'd just see you? this like big clump of coins and you'd be like, that motherfucker's mine. And yeah. then you'd just be pumping so much money into it and a little bit would fall down the side when it fell down the side. How annoying was that? That's not fair. You can't excrete coins anywhere apart from the out tray. Like none of this Oh, really? What, if it falls down the side, it doesn't count? No, it didn't count because they used to push them off to the side before it got to the front. I used to love it. Oh, God, I think I got like some... I think summers were... At, a reason for my out-of-control gambling addiction. Yeah, do you reckon? Because of the penny machines. I don't out-of-control gambling addiction, but I do like to gamble sometimes. Well, I do like to gamble sometimes, but not definitely not addiction. There's um, that song that plays when you go to these arcades as well. It's called, um, is it called Popcorn? How's it go? They definitely play it, and I think it's called Popcorn. I know the one. I feel like I always remember that play Oh, and you can see Mike's bopping away to this uh, <laughs> this, this song. He was so happy for a second there. Um, but yeah, no amusement arcades. And like, well, without jumping from multiple stories, but there was um, like we used to after we stopped going to to Brixham, we used to go like get in the car and just drive around Europe. Oh, really? It was it was the worst. It was the worst. <laughs> Like because just as a kid, just stuck, stuck in, in a the fucking car for back days. seat for like fucking four or five hours yeah, yeah, a yeah. day. See, I'd love to do that now, but yeah, as a kid, you don't. Want to Stopping do that, yeah. in like, I mean, used to think like Novotel. I remember we spent a lot of time staying in Novotel. Really? I used to think they were the height of luxury. Like, and if they had a swimming pool, oh my god! <laughs> I don't think anything's ever like a swimming pool as a child is just a day of pure entertainment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pure entertainment. Just endless, isn't it? It's just... Well, You'll never run out of well. things... No, never run out of things to amuse you when you're in a swimming pool. No, you can go underwater, yeah. you can jump in, you can dive in, you can bomb, yeah. you can do handstands, you can just swim, you can play Marco Polo if you've got other people with you, you can get in, you can get out, <laughs> get in again. It's quite it's fun just, to the standing on someone's shoulders and getting launched in the air. That was quite good fun. That's a good one as yeah, well. That's yeah. a good one. Seeing how many, how many spins you can do in the water without the water going up your nose. That's yeah. a, it's a painful lesson to learn if you get water up your nose when you're trying to do a spinny. Uh, trying to, is it try, trying to go backwards in a swimming pool? Doing a 
like a little somersault backwards or forwards that's the bad one where it all goes through your nose I have both 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 are mm. equally as bad because you're kind of in a similar sort of position for both of them but going backwards especially was bad because I think you've got more time yeah, yeah. where it's just gonna you're it's just gonna fill up your sinuses and just sting like a bastard and then the glorious days when you were at swimming pool and you had then swimming goggles because then you were just like opening up a whole new fucking dimension. Of swimming it's like a whole goggles. new world to explore. Literally, it was literally was like a whole new world to explore, like zero gravity, <laughs> sitting on the bottom of the swimming pool, just looking around at this weird blue world. Do you ever go to like a, I'm sure you have, like swimming pools when they had the wave machine? Oh, oh my God. My. That was the most exciting thing ever. God, they used to be on in Letchworth. Fucking amazing, yeah. Yeah, it I used was, to go to Letchworth one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever go to Fantasies? Which I is like so. this place in Dartford which had like six water slides. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Like, and there's only one thing better than the wave machine and that's a fucking water, water slide. slide. Remember they used to have the water slides at Stanborough Lake? The Stanborough Swimming Pool was Stanborough like the first. Pool, yeah, I remember yeah. when they were installed. Yeah, yeah. And there was this like, it was the most exciting thing. You used to be up by like four rides and you used to punch the holes out on them. And um, when you were, when you were, then somebody started spreading a rumour that somebody was basically taking chewing gum and then putting a razor blade yeah, in, yeah. in the in the that. Yeah, it's an urban legend. Imagine the pain of going down a water zone and getting <laughs> sliced by a razor blade Cuts and you're going ribbons. at 15 miles an hour. Imagine the bottom of the, the slide as well, because you get you quite a few people going down to like red with blood. Like like a jaw scene or something like that. floating around in the pool. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, back to Brixham. Um, and one of my vividest memories is like, because it used to be my mum's aunt and un- uncle's house. So they used to like let us stay there. Like, and one day something happened which will always Uh-oh. be the bad thing in my mind. The bad thing. Look, you don't give me shit about bad things when you've got so many traumatic summers you can't even remember more than being an odd job around the house. <laughs> Stop pissing on my memories because you don't have any. But no, like there was this coral on the mantelpiece, not living obviously. Like, you know, you used to get that like coral was an ornament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it and in a piece of glass? I don't know who broke. No, it was coral. No, no it wasn't in a piece of glass. <laughs> oh, no, it was just there loose. And oh. something, something, I don't know who did it. I don't think it was me. It may have been my brother or my mum or my dad, but it fell off and it smashed. And I just remember being dragged around the fucking whole day. And like, mum was like, well, it wasn't quite that big. And then we managed, like, after a day's worth of walking around Brixham, they managed to find something which kind of, like, was passable because they were so worried about the um, about the fact that they just smashed up this coral. I think it was actually probably my mum and my dad because we weren't, me and my brother weren't in trouble. <laughs> But yeah, like I just remember so many summers spent in the back of a car and just finding new and more inventive ways of winding my brother up. Yeah, because it's not like you had a switch or anything like that then, was it? No, Nothing. There was like referring back to the uh, the big upgrade in my life was when my dad got the Audi and you could plug the uh, headphones oh, yeah, in yeah, the yeah, back because yeah. that was just a game changer. I mean, that was that was the switch of his time. That was like TVs in the back of seats. I mean, it was just incredible. Oh, the TVs in the headrest as well? No, no, but oh, it was like the equivalent of its time yeah, yeah. Of, of, of having that. Um, but yeah, like, and so we used to drive around mostly France, stopping off in these crazy villages or towns. And then like, but, and if we had a long drive, we'd basically go to the supermarket. Oh God. La Habermashie. And um, 
by like a French baguette and this kind of weird pork patty, which actually I really loved. It's called like roulette or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And just having like bread, like just as a lunch, a kind of picnic lunch. Oh, that, was, that was probably the highlight of the trip. Yeah, that sounds pretty sweet. I could do that. That was about the only bit that I enjoyed. Or off on the odd occasion, we'd make it all the way to a beach on, say, like the south of France, which it happens. It happens. But that's um, all you want, though. You just want that destination. When you're a kid, you either want a swimming pool or you want the beach. You don't want it, anything else. Exactly. You don't Again, want to be in the car. Speaking of hours of entertainment as a child, there's only one thing more entertaining than a swimming pool, and that's a motherfucking beach. Oh. Oh my god! Not only do you have the delights of the swimming pool, you've got sand, yeah. which now I hate with a passion because it just gets everywhere. But yeah, I loved a beach. But one, I used to tan. I, used to, I mean, I, I don't tan too badly for like. A, I used to tan really, really, really well. Like I don't yeah. know what's happened. I've lost my ability to tan, and so. I got my dad to write on my back in sun lotion, I'm next to stupid with an arrow on my back. And it came out, <laughs> it was, it came out fucking brilliantly. And I remember being in swimming, swimming lessons and like having on my back. And everyone was like, Oh my God, that's so cool. I was so happy with this. I was like, I couldn't believe it. Well, to be fair, I, I put a lot of trust in my dad because he could have put anything in there, but I don't think dads are going to. Oh, I would have stitched you up. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, but not my dad. My dad wouldn't do that. Is it straight, my dad? That kind of means that the rest of your back had no sun protection on it then. Yeah, pretty it's much. Right. I mean, many, a, many a summer getting horrifically sunburned. <laughs> Actually, no, once. Once, like, and like, for me to get sunburned, okay, I get sunburned. But I'm not the ginger one of the family, my brother. So if I got like 10 out of 10 sunburn, which I had on a few occasions, he must have had like 100 out of 10 because... <laughs> Like freckly, fair skin complexion, with like, like gingerish hair, versus my more kind of slightly darker features, and yeah, yeah, like bubbling away, like skin, skin like a melting. like a royster, yeah, like a, but yeah. So spending time, on, spending a bit of time on beaches, mostly in the car, um, which is again why cars are such a big deal because I just knew we're going to be spending hours and hours. How's your home for the summer? Sometimes driving to my. Uh, grandma's house or often driving to my grandma's house I used to remember when my grandma she used to live in Wrexham right. in Wales she used to have a lovely lovely house um, massive garden she's like one did I tell you I tell you about this before like one summer my um, I think I'd just been watching TV and they had like a sit on lawnmower and um, my dad had just finished mowing my grandma's garden and I saw the lawnmower outside and we didn't have one like that in our house. So I just went and sat on this like scorching hot motor oh. and it just melted back to my legs. Oh. But it didn't, I mean, that was a massive exaggeration. It just gave me little burns. But basically, oh. I remember the <laughs> it just pain, it. the pain. I just sat on it. I just thought, oh, this must be another sit down lawnmower. <laughs> just like the one I've seen on TV. And so I just sat on the motor. Ah. God, it was the absolute worst. Because it was on the backs of your legs as well, and that stings, and you kind of it touches on quite a lot of things. The backs of your legs when you sit down, yeah, you know, it's yeah, always yeah. you can't really sit down without having the backs of your legs. But yeah, so it was a long old drive up to my grandma's house, like maybe four out, three and a half hours, and my dad drives fast, like yeah. he is no slouch. Um, and it used to be bad enough until we then got a dog. <laughs> I used to then have to sit in the middle of me and my brother. And this was like, 
This isn't the doggy lights then. Shelly, yeah, you can the previous episode. Fucking Shelly. She used to take up more space than like either of me or my brother. Three and a half hours. Is this the one that looks a little bit like a lassie, lassie type yeah. dog? Yeah. Just be A being hot as fuck, B having a hot as fuck dog then on my legs, heating my legs up hot as fuck. Shelly, so hot right now. Shelly, I mean I don't think I need to say any more about that dog, but she, I was not a fan <laughs> at all. But yeah, then... I then believe she sat on the back seat if you didn't sit in the boot. It's not like not a state car. it was a saloon. A saloon. <laughs> <laughs> Just shut her in for three and a half hours in the summer. Shut up. <laughs> it feel like that moment of truth when you open the boot. It's, oh, she's okay, she's okay. But yeah, no, I remember them, that, they, um, that my... I remember just hearing my mum saying... You're going to pick your mum up from the station, or what time are you picking her up from the station? I would just instantly, that was like the sweetest words for me to hear because it meant that we weren't driving up to see my <laughs> grandma and she got the train all the way down to Watford. There's a direct train from Watford to Wrexham. Is there? Yeah, that's quite interesting. Um, but yeah, driving, driving up to, to, to Wrexham, having some pretty cool times because the garden was my grandma's garden was massive. Granny's garden. That was a video game. Did you ever play that? I think it's on a BBC Micro. Uh, it's like yeah, an educational one. You have to kind of type in responses. Yeah, that does like ring a bell say it on the BBC. Granny's Garden. I think Granny was a witch, yeah. I think we had it on the uh, BBC at, at primary school. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Now, my grandma's house is good. We used to go up and watch Wrexham play, who is oh, yeah. now owned by Deadpool guy. Ryan Reynolds. Is it Ryan Reynolds? I think it's Ryan Reynolds that's brought. I thought that was a joke. I didn't realise it was no, they, they brought it. Oh, they'd really? Done, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've done it. Um... And um, just sitting, taking my Mega Drive up to my grandma's house and just being given free reign to just play all day, every day. Nice. Mostly just remember playing a game called Starflight, which was just excellent. Was that like a RPG? Like a kind of, yeah, mining, finding new planets, that kind of thing. Oh, really? It was really excellent. It was really excellent. Um, and yeah, we have, always have like our own beds and everything. My grandma's house was pretty massive, and now I think about it, it was really, it was really nice. Um, and then after the after the kind of touring around France, Germany, all of these countries, every summer of two weeks, aged eleven, we took the step of getting on planes. Oh, and flying overseas trip to as a child. Where would be one place you'd want to fly to? States. Where would be the one place in the States you want to fly to? Disneyland. That's where we went. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I mean, I was so happy. After my, after my younger years and not having... Beats the shit as, out of Brixham. As, me, as, as mentioned on previous episodes, not having the best footwear <laughs> rocking back from Orlando with my Bart Simpson t-shirt. I was like, who's Bart Simpson? I was like, you're no. The sandals <laughs> dropped in the bin. You're no who. The sandals were gone. The Jesus Creepers are gone and um, cut rocking back with these kind of high top Nike Air OGs as well. Like before they even had visible air bubbles on the actual, like it was yeah, yeah. just because it was a buzz budget pair. But, but either, I don't <laughs> yeah, there was, plenty of, there was plenty of Air Maxes out at that time. But. I don't care, Mike. I don't care. <laughs> must I don't care like Nike Air. I'd gone from sandals to high tech to Nike Air in about two years. I mean, yeah, if there's ever weird. been a, a greater rise. When it comes to upgrades, I don't think there. I don't think there ever has been. I think that was 
that's I peaked too early. <laughs> Going like a from phoenix. sandals to Nike Airs in, t- in probably less than two years was a, a huge thing. A rose from the shoe fair. But yeah, and I used to love going to the States. You went about four times really? after that. Yeah, yeah. Because Fucking I think hell. it was a time of like really like cheap flights. I mean, there was like price wars at like 99 quid. And my mum and dad used to be the masters of finding like a really cheap flight. Sometimes you have to like... On teletext. Like, I remember having to do a, like a layover, not a long one, a layover in Kentucky and stuff. And I was just like, yeah, I was so happy about it. I was like, yeah, now I've been to Kentucky. <laughs> like <laughs> this is where the chicken comes from. <laughs> Do you remember like um, when you did you ever go with your mum and dad when they were booking a holiday? I used to find it really fucking exciting. You go to like a, a travel agent, wouldn't you? You wouldn't do it on the internet. So no, my mum and dad phone up. Oh, would they? Oh, uh, that what thing is? Thing is, my mum and dad. I think I'm not sure which one. Probably my mum. With a master of just DIY holidays, which is why now I love doing DIY holidays. So we never go to a but travel agent. Who would they phone though? Occasionally, we'd have to go and pick up the tickets from the travel agent uh, because we'd book the flight over the phone, and then you have to go and pick up the tickets from like a collection centre. Yeah, yeah. But then we'd um, rent a car for like two weeks, and then just kind of. So you never went through like all the brochures and stuff from the travel agents. Or anything like I, I remember looking through the brochures because yeah. my like my friends, my friends uh, Alan always for some reason I always remember just looking at these brochures at his house and just like looking at all the different accommodations he'd just be so I mean cost a cost a fortune to print these brochures oh yeah yeah because everyone chunky and glossy and Mm. like all all I remember is that most of the hotels looked exactly the same and they were always for like Greece or Spain yeah yeah Greece or Spain but yeah so we used to we used to like go to the States hire like a car and obviously and going back to the previous episode like a new car was the greatest thing greatest gift god could give a child <laughs> and having like this new car for two weeks an american car i remember going up to him and be like there's six lanes in either direction this is like yeah, yeah. oh my god this is the future i can't believe this and my like <laughs> i used to sustain like some really cheap but functional places because obviously like i don't my parents never had mega money, so they kind of were really quite careful about yeah. kind of how they did things. And going to this must have been like a motel, and it had like a Coke machine. I mean, you didn't really have Coke machines when you were like no. up until a certain age. I just see this Coke machine, and it was 25 cents for a can, or maybe 50. And I think it was 25 yeah, when I first 25, went yeah. there. And just going to my dad, can I have like 25 cents? I'm like, sure. Just like, <laughs> no, normally I'd have to be like beg for anything. And just getting like a can of Coke, like, and then, like, for breakfast the next day, I'd have a burger and chips. <laughs> a burger and chips for breakfast. It was the greatest. Again, new car, yeah, Nike yeah. Airs, burger and chip for breakfast, Disney World. I mean, I honestly, no wonder, no wonder I, I told you I had a lot of. Uh, that would have been an absolute dream. Like, we, I, I never went to the States, not until I was, um, God, in my late 20s, I think. So. To go to the States when I was a kid, that would have... Oh, just absolutely mind-blowing. It was absolutely mind-blowing. Went to SeaWorld. Like we saw them abusing the shit out of the orcas. Well, they, no, for the show, they don't abuse them, but now we know. They probably yeah. were fiddling with them, <laughs> fiddling with the orcas and the dolphins. No, yeah, um, the killer, killer whales have never killed... On record, have never killed anyone in the wild. No. They've killed about 300 people in captivity or something. Like oh, really? Yeah. They've killed anyway. Yeah, they've never killed anyone in the world. There might be a massive exaggeration. I think it might be about three. But yeah, um, yeah they've, they've, they've not killed anyone. people would be like... In the wild, no one. But yeah, in captivity, they've killed. Wow. Okay. 
Well, no, I, I'm, a big, I'm a big fan of killer whales. Probably my favourite whale. In fact, I'd say definitely my favourite whale. Really? Well, no, second favourite whale. It's not a proper whale, though, is it really? Yes. Nasty little fuckers, aren't they? It's an absolute whale. It's a, it's I think a, of like whale. whales as being like really kind of like peaceful, serene creatures. The kind of like. Have you seem... ever seen killer whales fuck up grey whales? Yeah, exactly. This is why I don't, they don't seem like proper, proper whales. And they're probably sadistic bastards as well. They like flip the seals like moles in the air and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But they're badass. I Cuts. like them. And they never, and they, apparently they help people. Well, killer whales? Yeah, just like go down the shops for you and stuff like that. Yeah, right. No, no, but they do. Like, they've like. Take they've, your fucking like, arm off. Stop like, no, they take your fucking arm off. They're, they're like the shepherds of the sea for That's humans. dolphins. Like dolphins, but much tougher because they eat dolphins. Yeah, sometimes. they eat everything, the fuckers. Not us. Apart from us, yeah. And, but my number one whale is a giant blue whale. Not a little one. The giant, only the giant ones. Is it? Oh, it's a blue whale. I know a giant blue whale, I believe. It's just, just blue whales. They're all giants. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I used to love those because I used to, I remember going to the... Uh... Got very soulful eyes, haven't they? Yeah. Obviously, they're like... <laughs> They really do look quite smart when you see them. See their eyes; they yeah. look like sharks. sharks you get a feeling there's something else going on. They're not cold telling killers in the eyes, but whales look like they're going to like thinking and shit. Yeah, not killer whales; they're just dead behind the eyes. Uh, like I think killer whales also have quite expressive eyes. They're not like sharks' eyes. Um, but going to SeaWorld was pretty amazing. Um, yeah, I bet. But the best was Epcot. I don't know why I loved Epcot so much. <laughs> really? I've never, yeah, I've never been it's to this, like but I've these, heard Epcot. Like, it's like going to eight countries or ten countries in one day. Yeah, yeah. Everything's themed and it's got like that weird golf ball thing, which is their like trademark. Is this like kind of like this really slow ride, but it tells you about like how humans evolve and like well, how f- technology is expanding. It's really, really interesting. Maybe that wasn't my favourite, actually. My mum used to harp on about that being the best place ever for such a long time that maybe I was brainwashed because when I think <laughs> yeah. about it like you go to Germany there'd be some like people wearing lederhosens but like the that seems like the part that the adults would like rather than the kids oh think. it's definitely it's definitely what my mum liked best but I think I yeah no I think for me I don't think we went to Universal Studios no we did we did we did mm, no that was in California because we went to California as well wow yeah so we went to Florida one year when would this be like the like early 90s, do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I first went, I think it was in 89, 90. Or right, yeah, yeah, Maybe the summer of 90. No, no, because I, I, I remember coming back to primary school with my Nike Air, so it must have been 89. I'm trying to think what the big thing in, in the States was at the time. I guess Simpsons. like Simpsons, wasn't it? It wasn't yeah. just come out. Nobody had heard of it in the... In, remember, well, remember how long it used to, like... You'd get a movie, re- a film released in, like... 1990 and then it would come out oh, yeah, like 1992 yeah, yeah. it would come out in in europe yeah like it's day and date now isn't it like it's it's always oh, it's well, more or less 10 yeah, p.m yeah. whatever time zone yeah, everyone's yeah. getting it but now it used to be like two or three years sometimes yeah and then the gap between it being released on the cinema and being available on normal tv oh, God, was about like five years, years. Yeah. yeah it was there's like what the fuck <laughs> this was on the cinema five years ago then it went on to video and then only when the copy of the video has been worn to shit would it eventually be put on terrestrial TV. But it used to be the biggest <laughs> fucking deal at, like, not really some holidays, but Christmas time when they'd be like, now showing. 
Back to the Future. Oh, it's like a proper family event. You'd all kind of sit around, like, get the snacks it, out. I used to be so excited yeah. for it. And you'd always record it so you could watch it so many times back. Is it right? I don't think when... I think all my films... I don't think actually, sorry, I don't think I actually own hardly any films that were actually brought. All of my film collection, and it was comprehensive. <laughs> my dad's film collection probably was, was just ripped from the TV. Yeah. Well, I don't think when VHS first started, I don't think you could actually buy films on VHS. I think they were just used for like recording stuff. So I think it was like a, a later thing that happened when you were able to buy films on VHS to watch at home. Really? I think you could rent them before you could buy them. I'm sure I was listening to something about this on a podcast the other day. I feel like rentals came before being able to buy them. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Some kind of licensing. I think that maybe the... Um, like the, the film studios are maybe worried about people being able to have a VHS and then be able to copy it to make like duplicates of it. So maybe that's why they. I well, I, didn't I, have I, there, there was one actually one summer holiday where we went on holiday with my parents and my grandma came along, and there was I think it was in Greece, um, and basically the guy was selling copied VHS videos. <laughs> And I just spent, like, my entire week trying to persuade somebody to buy me a copy of Mortal Kombat, the original Mortal Kombat. And eventually, my, it was like 10, 10 quid or whatever the drachma equivalent would have been at the time. Yeah. And I remember getting it and just, again, this was like the, just one of those moments I was just so happy. And I remember putting it on at home and it was basically just recorded from the cinema. <laughs> really? But I didn't care. I didn't care. Fucking okay, recorded from the cinema back then as well. It must have been a massive video camera. Yeah, yeah like a cinema. proper like like an like RPG style yeah. kind of video camera. It's not like a little like, phone like camera. Handy cam. No, no, exactly. Um, but yeah, getting that video was just the best. The actually, I remember somebody at school was selling knockoff videos because really? I remember I brought my brother a copy of Aladdin for like a fiver for his Christmas present. <laughs> you brought him a knockoff copy of Aladdin for his Christmas it's present. Fucking generous when you like. 12 <laughs> Do you not think I think when I first started buying my brother presents I was probably like 8 yeah and he'd get a budget of around 50p spent on his present because <laughs> nice I didn't have much ever. money at the time I wasn't particularly liquid he'd get like 50p spent on his present and I can tell you what that 50p would be spent on 50 penny sweets <laughs> yeah well that's, that's at least a good goes, ROI goes way, yeah. that's a good ROI yeah yeah and then Upgrading to the videotape age 12 is a, is a pretty big upgrade, maybe 13, five pounds, five pounds spending. I always used to bust out the best presents for him, but anyway, probably for a, a future episode talking about things like that. Presents, but, yeah. But yeah, no, America was amazing. We went to like, you went to Vegas? You went to Vegas as a kid? Yeah. How was yeah. that? They were just building the MGM. I think it was like 1991. Yeah. And they were just building the MGM. Like at the time, and everyone was just like, "This is the biggest." Like, I could not believe the size of this building. So that was you about what eleven, twelve? I think eleven or twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think at the time they had the American Grand Prix in like Caesar's Palace's car park or something like that. It was like, really? but that kept telling me that whether that's actually real or not, I don't know. But it wouldn't surprise me because the is car parks enough? are fucking massive. Yeah, and maybe they use the car park as part of the track. I don't know. I don't know. Um, because they used to have all of the outdoor events at Caesars Palace used to be the place where they had all of the big events and now it's like the MGM but um, yeah we drove from Death uh, from Las Vegas to Death Valley and then Death Valley to Lake uh, um, 
what's that? Tahoe. And then from Lake Tahoe to Yosemite National Park. Christ. Yeah, yeah. and then drove all through Yosemite, Yosemite Park. And like, I think it was a three-weeker. This was a three-weeker. And then like drove through that tree, that, that giant redwood tree. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then we were kind of like cruising around. Because Yosemite is a pretty big park. Like you can drive around it all it's day. Cool, yeah, like, it's there. massive. And I was kind of just like snoozing in the back of the car. It had been a busy day sightseeing. I was exhausted. I was probably a little bit jet lagged as well. And then my mum, like it just this, like the sun was setting so that the light wasn't so good. And I just remember like screaming. And then my, uh, scream. Because <laughs> <laughs> my mum screamed. <laughs> Bear! Really? Fuck. And I like... I don't know what it was pretty traumatic <laughs> being like semi asleep and then having that yelled. And then, so I woke everyone woke and was done like, where, 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 where? We're in the car, so we're pretty yeah, safe, yeah. like, unless it was some badass bear. And um, it was a cow. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Her eyes had failed her and she'd screamed. And it's very my, un, my mum liked to, to scream, uh, bear. <laughs> and it was a cow. But yeah, so. Um, went to Yosemite National Park. I think we even went down to the um, airplane boneyard. We see, you know, from all of the films like Con Air, where they had, the planes yeah, go to die, them, yeah. they just leave them there because it's so dry. Yeah, and we went yeah. down there, and all I remember was a, is it kind of near this small town, you know, like very like like couple of rows of shops and kind of like a bit of residential area. And there was this train, and again, this train was just the longest train I've ever seen in my life. It must have been like. 150 carriages. I'm not everything's even, massive in the States, isn't I'm it? I'm not Especially even exaggerating 150 carriages. And this train was going like, it'd been slowed right down because we were just driving time. This train was just about kind of like going about one mile an hour. Like it slowed right down. This guy jumps out of the train, runs to the fast food restaurant, orders some fast food, what? grabs it, sprints back to the train, gets back on the train, and then explodes. What a legend. What a legend. I couldn't believe that. I was just like, oh, I just want to be a train driver, man. That's just the coolest thing ever. Like, you get to see America all the time. You get to just eat fast food. And obviously, I was enamoured. My, I think during my entire childhood, maybe we discussed this on the food episode, but I went to McDonald's once a year. Like, on normal, under normal circumstances, it was a one-a-year thing we used to... Yeah. Again, this is for a later episode, but it was, it was like we used to have... Um, we used to get taken to the pantomime at Christmas time in Stevenage. <laughs> That's uh, good. I got taken to the Panama last night. And uh, you always just twist, look, Mr. No Summer Memories. <laughs> um, stop turning everything into got a. Take, why taken to the Panama last night? Unnecessary. It always used to have Barbara Windsor as the fucking. Oh, God, I fucking hate Barbara Windsor. Rest in peace. Dame Barbara Windsor, rest in peace. Um, awful, but yeah, so. so awful little so, cackling toad. So. Um, being able to go, and I think I probably would have had burger and chips for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Well, you actually did, or you would have. I think I, really? in some days, definitely, definitely did. Like, breakfast, lunch, and actually, now that I come to think of it, maybe we didn't get lunches, because we spent such a long time walking around the theme parks and stuff, or just driving. But yeah, so we did that, and then like another trip, we, we drove from San Francisco to Los Angeles, down Pacific Coastal Highway 1. Jesus. Yeah, no, well, there was obviously some odd thing. And, like, and summer holidays, not like the actual going away on holiday, but being on your summer holidays, like, for, for six weeks. Yeah. I, like, some summers I'd do a little project. <laughs> like what? 
butterfly collecting. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. How do you collect butterflies? Well, that's Would the, you like that's the good question. Chasing after so them. So I used net? to have these like minnow net, you know, like those little jaunty cane. Come pole back, things. Mr. Butterfly. <laughs> you pesky butterfly just swatting through the air as I'm running, hop skipping and jumping oh down the garden. God. Um what an no, we used to have like these highest Trees. Are they they hyacinths aren't plant, trees, are yeah. they? They grow plant. from a bulb, don't they? Hyacinths. Yeah, it's a plant, yeah. Like they a, used to look like hyacinths, but they used to like be purple. No, no, it's like this bushy tree thing. Mm. They, they look like hyacinths and they're like purple and the butterflies fucking love this bush. So like we used to just like have this huge jar, like me, my brother next door neighbour, and just collected so many butterflies in this jar. And um then we'd run out of butterflies. So I think the butterflies communicate with each other like don't go close to that fucking tree you're going to have three feral children <laughs> scoop you out of the air and just put you in this it, to be fair I put air holes in the lid and some leaves because oh, it's fine, all yeah. butterflies love leaves they fucking love leaves yeah um, and um, they didn't get any, they stopped coming to the garden so what we did we saw that not our next door neighbour but our next door neighbour beyond them had exactly the same one of those these, but, these butterfly but, magnets and basically we just hoarded about 200 stones and just chucked them incessantly to the, uh, the butterflies until they moved to our bush. Well, what was your intention, though? To, what was he going to do with these butterflies? Catalogue them. In what way? Catalogue new species. For how? I don't really remember, to be honest with you. I used to let them go again, but I used to like, have a, like, a book and used to just draw the different butterflies I caught in a book. Fucking hell. What do you mean, fucking hell? That's like a sign of early intelligence, no? Is it? Said. Uh, chasing after insects with a net. Yes, that's what kids do, Mike. Just because you, no, it's not because you. Can't. I don't know any other child kids. that's done that. Because you can't even remember your summer holidays. <laughs> you have zero credibility to challenge anything. I mean, if I had a memory, it would probably be of like being really cool and like jumping off of ramps on my BMX or like going around on a skateboard. Uh, not, yeah, not chasing after insects with a net. Going everywhere on my, on my BMX. God, yeah, I used to go. We used to have like these woods at the top of our house and one of the kids in primary school, well, secondary school, Chris Bainbridge, used to have a dot. Yeah, remember him? He was... Uh, rings a bell, yeah. He had like curtains and smoked when he was like five. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Everyone in the 90s. Yeah, and um, he was the guy that had the shell suit that I was talking about. Yeah. You know, when I said I was really jealous of the shell suit, that was his. Um, anyway, so uh, we used to go up to the the woods because there's a woods at the top of my road and is one of the natural features of these woods there were some sand dunes in the woods yeah yeah it's i'm not sure if they were man-made but but they were huge like it was a huge area in the middle of the woods and it looked pretty natural like there was trees growing out of the sand and stuff like that but used to be like a pretty much a skate park so we used to just kind of go up there with our bmx's and just kind of like just go up up and down the ramps and go like do little mini jumps and stuff oh my god that was the best but Chris Bainbridge was like such a badass on this BMX. What well, I wouldn't say he's a badass. He just had the best BMX. And then it used to be like his kind of little ramp there as well. So we used to see how many people we could lie and how many people he could jump over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember like whole afternoons being spent trying to jump over like varying amounts of people or things from ramps of different heights. And it getting really dangerous. And you get to a point where rather than kind of just smoothly going through the air, you'd kind of like hit the ramp get launched upwards 
but then you can kind of feel the bike getting away from you. You just know you're not going to land at all. Like if you're kind of like like in the air, suspended in the air, and the back wheel is almost kind of coming out in front of you, you know you're in serious fucking trouble. Then oh, I had some horrific bike accidents. Horrific. Like one time, I was having a race with a, with one of the kids locally, and he just I'd never been like cut off before, so he just basically just cut me off, and I drove straight into this fire hydrant because he just kept like moving closer towards me, so I kept moving away. Then the road was getting smaller. He totally boxed me in. Oh god, that was a big stack. Another one I used to have like this mountain bike with like the quick release front wheel and I changed the fucking wheel. I changed the tire yeah. and I forgot to reattach the um <laughs> the clip and then I popped a wheelie because I used to be the wheelie master. I used to be able to go like up and down the road on, on, on the back wheel. Sure, sure. And the fucking tire just kind of popped out and I, I just remember being in wheelie mode. Like a unicycle. Seeing, seeing like, yeah, like a unicycle seeing this tire just bouncing off down the hill and just thinking this is gonna fucking hurt and it god did it hurt like straight onto the kind of forks smashed down oh. onto the um, onto the frame it was it was brutal but the bikes are just bulletproof man they just never like, I don't think I ever really broke a bike the chain would come off sometimes but yeah yeah no I never broke a bike I just kind of still feel I can all still feel that pain in my palm coming off a bike going over the, over the handlebars oh, it's like scrape like of concrete as well like, though the oh. scrape of concrete of because oh, oh yeah Crazy. yeah and um i and like every summer as well i used to go to scout camp for a week Did you? yeah so i used to be like out camping like it used to be the best oh my god like i went through stages where i, I thought it was pretty uncool but realist, realistically it was actually badass and i learned loads of skills now that i feel like I like. I'm so happy that I, at the time I was like, I don't really care about these things. What skills have you um, found of being transferable? What needs do you have a fire these days? You saw the fire. Remember how good did I build that fire? Yeah, it's a pretty yeah, good fire. It, it, exactly. We needed a fire then, and it was a good fire. And I used one match. Yeah, maybe two because it was quite wet. But but uh, I mean, I feel like anyone could have still made a fire. I'm sorry, Mike. You can't show on this one. That's a good skill to have the ability to light a, light a good fire because I foraged like the wood as well. No, you didn't. You just called out to some geezer and he chucked it down at you. No, the big ones, but the kindling, <laughs> like the kindling, the small bits of twig to, to start the um, to start yeah. the uh, start the fire. So um, you learn how so to that's set one. fire to things yep. and collect Number twigs. One, two, how to use an axe. Again, when do you use an axe now? Well, that's not quite as useful as fire, and fire's not that useful either. But that was a it's a good skill. Like occasionally, occasionally, I don't. I had to like in my previous house. I had to cut down. I had to cut down some shit in my garden, and I used an axe very safely. Did you? Yeah, like the cutting in the V formation, like to make to, to stuff like that. Um, We've all seen cartoons. We know how to cut down trees. Map reading. Again, there's no need for maps, is there now? Got Google, Google Maps. Yeah, but if you're out in the wilderness and you're out of phone signal, I can orienteer. I can get a compass and I can tell you exactly where you are on a map by looking at grid references and give you the grid reference if you need it. Right. I'm an orienteering legend. Well, I was. I'd probably not be very good at it anymore. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if any of these things are actually building useful tents. in your life now. Yeah. I don't, I don't really like camping, so it's not a useful skill for me. You're in a very grumpy mood this week, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> there is, it's I the think there is, the I think holidays. you should go and talk to somebody about your summer experiences because it's turning you into quite a, quite a grump grump. Well, see, the thing is, I get nostalgic now for my summer holidays when I started working. 
like mm. sub, summer holidays for me now it's like the most exciting time of the year yeah like I look forward to this time all year round but yeah well I guess from, it's, from it's a different dynamic altogether but no, like, this scout camp used to be amazing just like sleeping like for seven days in a tent and like because it didn't sweat and you didn't really stink those days you didn't even need to have a shower I don't think for the entire week <laughs> you probably did not before puberty, I don't think. Sure, like, I like I mean, you'd, you'd be grubby as a fuck. And yeah. you'd probably go, they'd probably deliberately arrange for at least one swimming session midweek yeah, to, get, yeah. to, to freshen people up a little bit. But it used to be so good. Like, playing these, like, games and stuff, like, running around and, and kind of playing tag, like, but mega-scale tag and stuff like that. Yeah. It was just, it was really, really excellent. And, like, speaking previously about school trips like I used to, like I said I used to plan how I'd pack my rucksack like weeks before just because I was so excited what would you need to take with you if you went uh, on a scouts trip then clothes clothes you you were given Rape like whistle. you were given like an inventory of things you had to have like a pen knife you had to have a pen knife yeah um you had to have walking boots and you ha- it wasn't that much but there was a few things like that that you needed to um you needed to uh, bring bring with you, so I used to spend yeah Johnny's. time time playing. Sorry, lube, Johnny's rape whistle, lube. Why would you need lube, Johnny's, and a rape whistle? I wasn't in a scout, so I don't know. But I don't know. Maybe you can enlighten me. Yeah, but but even in re- real life, why would you need lube, Johnny, and a rape whistle? <laughs> Surely you need one of the first two, and then the other, or which one would be most useful for a boy scout? Um, probably the condom because you could use it to transport water. <laughs> what <a> nerd! <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, Michael. When the zombie apocalypse comes, and you're outside foraging through bins and being used as a meat plaything for the zombies. I'll be living my life quite happily in the woods, <laughs> with, nicely toasty with my fire with a butterfly net. With my butterfly net. <laughs> And my tent, and my axe, which is the, my my weapon of choice. Do you have an axe? I've got an axe handle. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. But um, but yeah, I used to love. I absolutely used to love going there. It used to be the best adventure because it used to be a totally different group of kids as well. Like because by that time we'd gone to secondary school, so we'd gone to different secondary schools, and it's yeah. no longer the kind of people that you saw every day that were in your year. So. Used to be a totally different dynamic, and I used to get on really well with all the all the all the people there. It used to just be, used to be, just used to be cool. Or just spending all summer playing like Sim City, Sim City on yeah, a SNES. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I think we've got to be careful because we're just going to we can go down this rabbit hole, and this this episode will be like twenty four hours long. <laughs> the next thing we know, it'll be like a day later because we've been just talking about video games all the time. <laughs> that will come in another episode or series to be determined. But yeah, and then as I got older, my parents would go on holiday and I just stayed at home. Yeah, that definitely happened to me. Yeah, that was good. I remember a few times when me and my brother were old enough to then be trusted. Like (laughs) 14, 15, maybe 15, I think was like, was when I was just about trusted for a week or two weeks by myself. Naughty. Oh, it was, it was the best setting up my games console in the front room instead of having it in my bedroom, using it on the big TV as opposed to the TV in my room. Yeah. Um, just having friends around all the time. Like, it was, it was the best. But 
in hindsight, it probably wasn't the best. I should have gone on holiday because they were doing other trips around America. And I was like, no, I want to be here with my friends. Oh, really? Well, they gave you the choice. Yeah, of course. Yeah. My brother went. <laughs> Just left you there on your own. Yeah. Home alone. Oh, my Todd. It was literally, maybe they forgot me. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I used to, I used to, I used to absolutely love that. I also, did you, did you never, you never catch the, used to catch across channel ferries then? Never go from Dover to Calais. Never. No. We used to be such a, obviously, only way to get to France before the Euro Tunnel was built. I think even after it was built, they still insisted on going on a ferry for like. Oh, yeah, God. no, I've never done that. Oh, you've never done that because you used to do like day trips to France and stuff like that. You know, we used to go over there and just fill up with booze and my dad's cigarettes and then come back in the same day. Yeah, no, no. You never, never did that. No. But yeah, like cross channel ferries were the fucking best. Like, I just remember there's like fruit machines on there with like a hundred or a thousand pound jackpot <laughs> and it's the only time like my dad would like put a pound in and then lift me up and let me press the button like yeah. he got me hooked on that shit early and i yeah i went for a stage where i said well i still kind of do love fruit machines i stay away from them these days um but being up on the ferry like the food they used to serve used to be amazing getting in the ferry how lines how does it take it took about an hour, hour and a half by uh-huh. fair, is it maybe it was a little bit longer? Maybe it was two hours, but once we got the hovercraft, really boom, and the sea cat, which is like this <laughs> massive C-cat? catamaran like, oh, really? with cars inside it and stuff. But the hovercraft, what's they put was, cars in the hovercraft? I think so, yeah. What the fuck? I think so. This hovercraft was like it took 30 minutes. You basically just Jesus. You just sit in this kind of like airplane style seats. You have to be seat belted in. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. And this thing makes the most amount of noise you've ever heard in your life, but it was rapid. Do they still do that? I don't think so, no. I think you can That's get cool, like isn't it? I think you can get one to um um the Isle of Wight, maybe. But they just make too much noise. That's gotta be like um dependent on the conditions, right? Well no, because it floats above the water. But like if it's really wavy, so it's not going to launch it in the air. Yeah, it's not, the channel's never really wavy. Uh, like it's not really like you're not going to. You don't get me surfers down in the White Cliffs of Dover, do you? It's like no. pretty, pretty. Um, but yeah, I still, I still love going on the ferries. I um, yeah, I, I I don't remember, but I was told like my mum won this competition and we got won a trip to Portugal. And I don't think I remember this, but I've been told so many times that. No, I definitely remember it because I was like, it would have been like one and a half. But I, just as we were coming back from this trip to Portugal, like it was the roughest ferry crossing ever. And I just started walking and I was like, this shit was going everywhere. There were people being sick and there's this like <laughs> cheeky little chappy just walking around, just kind of like thinking this is cool. Like, um, uh, yeah, but yeah, I used to love going on ferries. That used to be the, probably the highlight. The whole summer. Of the whole trip around France. Oh. <laughs> like going on the ferry, even coming back was just a joy. You went on, yeah, you had, you had good summers. See, if, I, if I'd have had summers like this, I would definitely have remembered them. I am, um, yeah. I'd be telling tales about them now. But, so but it's, it's kind of interesting, like, I just assumed, you just assume what you do is what everyone does, don't oh, you? Because yeah, you've you're got kid. no reference point when you're, yeah. when you're a child. So I used to, um, yeah, I used to, what with scout camp, what with the projects, what with... Big holiday. The, the projects. Um, what with everything else. It, that's what I mean. I just absolutely love it. It just was the most exciting time. The most wonderful time. Of Meantime, the I was probably in the lab somewhere getting experimented on. Yeah, you probably were. You were probably taken up to the mothership. Yeah. And um, 
Shit, man. Yeah. What happened to me? Six weeks is, I mean, it's a long time. I mean, I mean it's, it's interesting because obviously you're the first person I've ever talked to about in depth about my school summer holidays. People were either experienced them with me and I thought I had the same experiences, but never reflected back on it. And for me, it was like the... Yeah, listeners will have to let us know. Like, I wonder, I wonder if this is... Which one of us is the anomaly? I suspect it's probably me. I, I think so because it like Giz like I think Giz like was also like not maybe quite as busy but also kind of all in my house all the time anyway so it didn't really matter so yeah, yeah. Um, and if I think about some of the other kids that I know went on kind of like and one of the kids in my primary school went to America the year before I did and I was so jealous so yeah I mean there was I think yeah, yeah. I think my parents have always just loved to travel, like, as well, so... so yeah, I just of, feel like, I guess mine probably couldn't, because... Well, no, they yeah. had the business and stuff, I guess, yeah, so it yeah. was kind of more difficult. But I, um, yeah, just, just, just like, have overwhelming memories. I used to just remember, because we never used to have a shower in our house, I used to have a bath. Really? Yeah, yeah, Didn't yeah. Have a from, like, from the age of zero to probably, what, to the age I moved out of home. Oh, what a ball ache. I never had a shower. Well, oh, we, so did when... have a, we did have a shower, but it was never like, it was just one of those crappy hand ones that my mum used to use to like do her hair, I guess. But it was ne- like, we didn't have a shower curtain, so you could never use it as a shower. But I mastered the art of like the five minute bath. Like, like it, when it... you went out clubbing with the lads, you'd have to like, when you're getting ready to go out, you'd have to go and take a bath first. Yeah. Have a little relaxing bath. Well, never a relaxing bath. I used to, I used to know exactly how much water to pour into the bath to be able to just cover everything and then wash myself with soap. She like laid down horizontally in like three inches of water. Dunk my my head underwater, do a little spin, (laughs) wash my hair and then, um, and then be done in five minutes. God, that sounds like a ball lake. We just didn't know any difference, did you? So like, it wasn't like, it, it was, it was no chore for me. And actually, but I just remember anyway, like the first day of the summer holidays, I just have this kind of memory etched into my brain of just lying in the bath, like in the morning, because I said bath in the morning, mostly. Or did I know? Did I have it in the evening? I don't know. Anyway, having a bath in the morning and just hearing like the, the wood pigeons outside, just thinking, oh my God, we've got six weeks without school. <laughs> this is awesome. God, I can't believe you weren't properly clean until you left school, uh, left home. You can't believe I was properly clean until I left home. He wasn't, how no. Do, how do you say, how do you, how do you, how do you logic that? Because well, you can't really get clean in a bath, can you? You're kind of wallowing in your own filth. Whereas with a shower, it's washing off of you and going down a drain. So I'm up until the point really you left sure home, that baths are unclean. like 95% effective to pre-pubescence, probably more. Mm. I mean, of course, I'm not sit here preaching to you saying the baths are the best thing ever I don't think I've had a bath since I left home because <laughs> showers are so much better but what I'm saying is you've got to cope with these things Mike oh yeah I mean I'm not saying you had a choice no but my, my first house like my first house and apologies if I mentioned this before had the living room on the second floor because it was a three story townhouse and I remember this was in Stevenage like just on the edge, edge of Stevenage between yeah. Stevenage and Nebworth yeah like but then moving to this house, having almost like like a three meter by three meter front garden to this house in Oakland, where the meter was pro- uh, the, the garden was probably seventy or eighty. We went to my garden, and like it was a decent yeah, yeah. sized garden. Yeah. Like, and then like playing in the summertime, 
like just having every day the, I'd see my friends every day and we'd play games like we'd play like 40 40 like I think the other one was called like Woodstop or something like that like these Woodstop? games where you basically basically kind of like advanced rule versions of um, hide and seek basically oh, okay. yeah yeah and we then used to play like football all day or go up to the woods on our mountain bikes and like it was just like the freest the freest like childhood in that respect ever like it was just so many kids my age in a really safe place with like loads of loads of um loads of woods at the top of the road which was just massive like absolutely massive yeah, like, yeah. it was just never short of things to do really like it was quite it was quite um I, I idealistic idealistic idyllic idyllic, <laughs> idyllic yeah. place to um to, to grow up really and and of course the summertime used to be the best because the weather was just so great we used to like i remember camping in my garden i feel like i might have done that at some point as well actually yeah i <laughs> my my next door neighbor yeah. mike mike green shout out mike if you ever listen to this um had this kind of blue inflatable tent so it had like the, the, the four poles were inflatable and it used to be pretty big you'd probably like i'm probably as adults it probably slept two adults but like for kids it was massive we used to bring all the duvets down and then just stay up and just chat shit like forever yeah. and <laughs> do you ever have one of those miniature miniature tvs like that this one we had, this one we had was like no, no. two inches, like a proper tube TV as well. Really? And I remember a portable one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember just sitting in the tent. We managed to manage to tune it in. Like this would be the worst for picking up signal. This thing it used to be so shit. And just watching TV in the tent, thinking, "What a baller! What a What's baller!" Like, like battery powered. Yeah, it used to last like twenty minutes and then it'd die. Like all of these things used to have the worst battery life ever. Yeah, yeah. But just sitting in a tent, and then one day. We made my next door neighbour eat cat biscuits. <laughs> I found my brother did as well. I didn't, obviously. Um, but yeah, they, and they were both like violently sick. Were they? Yeah, it was like proper meaty. Remember those like ki- kitty cat or whatever they're called? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And they were like, they were it, it was like a fish one though. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We didn't like, I didn't like fish. I think, I think my hatred of all things fish in hindsight, I was abs- I'm absolutely, you shouldn't eat fish, guys. Commercial fishing is just like fucking shit up. But, um, was sitting in, oh, maybe it was, no, that would not be there. No, my parents used to love seafood and just sitting in these restaurants, usually at summertime, the only time we ever ate restaurants beyond yeah. like a one or two trip a year to this hamburger joint we used to go to called Cody's in Stevenage. Cody's? Yeah, used to be there. I remember that place. Special occasions only. <laughs> yeah, I remember having ribs there. I think. Oh, the ribs yeah. were so good. But even the, just the burgers. The, yeah, pro- the problem yeah, was yeah, I used Cody's. to go so infrequently that every time was just such a treat. I just never knew what to choose. That was there for ages because I feel like I went there with like people. Yeah, it's probably still there. Yeah, like when I was in my 20s, I'm sure we all went out. I, I think I went, drinking there. I went to um, Cody's as well. But it used to be Cody's, or occasionally we used to do like day trips into London. So you'd, my mum would buy like the travel family rail card, and we'd go down to London to the museums and stuff like that. And we sometimes go with Giz and his mum and his sister, like all of like as a big group. Yeah, going very to big group. Garfunkel's. Garfunkel's. Oh my god! What's that? A it's restaurant? Like, you've never been to Garfunkel's restaurant? It's like was it the, Art Garfunkel's? I don't think anything to or do Simon with him. Simon Garfunkel. No, I don't think anything to do with him. But but just. Um, 
getting the yeah, getting the family rail card into London and just going to see museums and then it was one day like another day we'd be able to eat in a restaurant like and like I said I don't think in the evenings we ate more than three times a year we'd go to Cody's maybe we'd go to Harvester maybe yeah we preferred Cody's we, we were uh, Cody's and like and ne- I don't think I can really remember anywhere else of note that we used to go as a family beyond those two beyond those two restaurants I don't think there's anywhere in Wellington see we used to, we were so, always used to, I think Stevenage was a little bit closer for us or had more selection. We went to a place, Beef Eater. Was, is that like a chain of restaurants, is it, Beef Eater? Yeah, it's kind of, they were kind of, yeah, I remember Beef Eater. They were kind of yeah. like a harvester. Yeah, kind yeah, because like. I don't think we went to harvester. But I think we might have gone to some Beef Eaters, but I don't know what that was or where. I think I just remember having steak and chips. I never had, I don't think mm. I ever had steak. But um, anyway, so, so like when we were on holiday, my parents would just order like lobster and crab <laughs> and they're just like, be just first of all it would I just remember it stinking second of all it just looked awful like snapping these shells and occasionally I get sprayed by a bit of kind of juice from the lobster and oh that sealed the deal for me hating seafood really I think lobster's possibly one of my favourite things to eat fucking love it lobster. looks horrific it looks like an alien it looks like a big insect doesn't it and the like delight that people get when they're just picking little bits of meat yeah, out of the yeah. shell it's, it's, so just tasty. Hor- it's just an, it's just a horrific experience in general <laughs> It is absolutely horrific experience in general. But I remember there's one summer where they were building like this um, these new houses at the top of the road. They didn't like not much construction happens, and when they did it, it was like a, it was a big deal. Yeah. And um, so there was these kind of semi-built houses, and then there was this, like a building site, and we spent one summer trying to get the because um, they just I think they were just down tools for the summer because they were like half built and I just remember turning up there was a cement mixer which we tried desperately to get to work because that would have been the best and there was like this half built house that we turned into a clubhouse really? yeah that sounds weird it, I mean it? it was like a shell but what we'd magically done we managed to find like a discarded pretty fat pipe like like a piping pipe not oh. as in like a crack pipe yeah, that was um, one hell of a summer a crack pipe and got fucked up for the whole summer um, summer no and we, we kind of converted it into the into the um, into the toilet for the clubhouse because it went into this gutter so we could basically just like think oh. it was so cool no it got out, outside it was just outside it was just a bunch of boys so you could just pee in this uh. kind of U-Ben thing that you should kind of just like a urinal that just flushed it outside it was for one summer that was just the best we had our own we had our own home, a place yeah. we could call home. Like a ready-made kind of like treehouse, clubhouse. It's just there already for you. It was there, but then tragedy one day, the builders came back, so we could never go back there again. I'm sure, I'm, I have a feeling, uh, might want to cut this out because this is criminal, yeah. that I put washing up liquid in the petrol tank of the cement mixer in that off not in a malicious way i just thought that maybe that might make it work, <laughs> make it work. i was I've desperate to get this cement mixer working and i was desperate i don't know why i wanted this cement mixer to work because it was like heavy machinery and it was just there and i'm just yeah, like i yeah, want to yeah. see what you, what you Fuck, can do what do you've done if you actually got it working mixed cement I mean, what else are you going to do probably <laughs> put my know. friends inside they were taking turns yeah to get this could have gone really badly they were jackass kind of before they were famous jackass that would have been maybe it's for the best that you couldn't get it working yeah I, yeah I think yeah like you say what are you going to do with the fucking cement mixer I mean it's pretty maybe clean clothes if you were needed to clean your clothes but mum took care of that cement like mixer. relentlessly I never cleaned my clothes ever as a child I don't think anyone did um, 
but yeah, there's always used to be something, always used to be something going on in the summer that we that was became the big kind of topic because there was probably a group of anywhere between six to twelve of us, which just kind of older brothers, younger brothers, kind yeah, of yeah. playing games, and then just I always used to congregate out just outside of my house. So like because obviously I lived in one house and over the straight opposite lived Giz, and then we play football on the road like all the time. And then if a car came, we would shout the classic word, donkey. <laughs> donkey? I don't know why. But that was... Well, because the, a car was coming. That was when to notify people that the game had to be paused and um, <laughs> they had to get out of the road. Because it was like a cul-de-sac, so like hardly ever any cars came through. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you had to shout donkey if you saw a car. And then we'd be like, donkey, donkey. That's you know, weird. I feel like I remember someone shouting that playing football before as well. But like, where Because you're hell playing like a from? donkey. <laughs> yeah, probably. Just fucking hoofing it. Never the footballer. Yeah. But, the, um, but yeah, so, so the... Um, and we used to play like other games. So I didn't have it like because we managed to construct this. I would say two thirds size goal in my garden between like this this tree which fell down and there's two tree stumps. And yeah. then we cleared this area which was like this weird. I think it was a greenhouse before. And we cleared the concrete and we had like this decent little football pitch in the garden. And we used to play um, obviously just all sorts of football every every day, all day if it was summer, and. A lot of the time, I think game we used to play was cooler. Cooler, headers what and cooler? volleys. Basically, it's what you saw. Headers and volleys was, should be called. So you could only score by volley, or header, or half. Yeah, volley. yeah. I'm a player. And play if you got yeah. like to certain milestones, like five goals, you got to administer bum slaps. Bum slaps. Oh my goodness! And Mark, Mark Rogers is like easy the best footballer out of all of us. Like had a wicked shot on him, and like everyone used to be like oh no please please and like thankfully the success rate was like the England football team they weren't particularly good at hitting yeah, somebody but on the odd occasion with the right football it could cause some damage <laughs> like well once because we, we used to go to the, to the scout hut at the top of the in the woods there was a scout hut and, yeah. and um, again like it was had quite a big car park for something its size it was in the middle of nowhere so we used to go and if you wanted a bit of another space to play football we used to go up there because it was like five minutes in the back of my house through the woods to this, to this scout hut and I remember we were playing bum slaps in there and somebody got bum slaps and I got to administer like um, the shot. So I, and I think everyone got to go, but, but yeah, I took this shot and I hit them so perfectly that their head, because it used to be like a big, instead of a goal, there was a wall. Yeah. But their head was like maybe oh, no. a couple of centimetres in front of the wall, bent over, ready to, to take the bum slap. <laughs> and um, this basically head got smashed into the wall. I think a tooth fell out, blood oh, was everywhere. No. It was like the most damaging bum slap ever <laughs> administered. It caused the loss of teeth. But yeah, that was um, a lot of fun spent just kind of exploring the woods. I used to know it like the back of my hand. Yeah, I feel like we had the woods at the top of our, the top of our road as well. And it, yeah, you knew every nook and cranny. You knew like every good tree to climb. Yeah. Every good to be, swallow hole to kind of go down on your, on your mountain bike. It used to be like this hidden little grassy knoll in the woods I used to remember. It used to be amazing. Like, like other a people knew about it. Knoll. Yeah, well, because the woods are not very grassy, but there was yeah. like this, this, if you cut through these bushes, went up this kind of hill, there was this kind of area with no trees and it had grass on it. It was just so like kind of nice, but obviously there's people there because you used to see like fires that had been put out in the oh, past yeah, yeah. and stuff Poor like that. Woods. And occasionally in the woods, occasionally it probably happened once, I think you'd find a wank mag. <laughs> what was it about people leaving fucking wank mags in the 
it must be that someone's going back to that place to look at the magazine again, right? Oh, they're not just disposing just go of it to the, the woods. woods. So maybe that they're, they're at home with their wife and they can't. It's going to go and take the dog for a walk. Just going to take the dog for a wank. Oh, sorry, walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then obviously walking dogs in the, in, in the woods as well. And yeah, I mean, it it was pretty. Summer was summer was pretty awesome. Um, Allegedly, best. I wouldn't know. Well, I think maybe you should talk to somebody about this and mm. see if you can kind of get some hypnotherapy or something. Because maybe that's a lot brother, of time. Six something. weeks is your longest holiday by a country mile yeah. for 14, no, probably probably 12 years. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? I've got plenty of memories of Christmas holidays, like even Easter. Full I Easter. year of summer holidays that you've exhausted. Yeah. Yeah, no. Again, we will do an Easter episode. We'll do like a Christmas episode because I got I got memories out. Half term wouldn't be able to tell you anything. Like, no, I mean, no, no. Like half term was just like a week. Yeah, a week, week. But yeah. yeah, still used to be, still used to be good. But but yeah, no Easter. It's funny. I can't believe I, I'm. I cannot believe that when we encroach this uh, approach this subject that you um, didn't have any memories. Yeah, like it's so weird. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the bottom of it. Maybe I'll uh, I'll talk to my brother. Maybe he's got some, some memories that he can share with me. But yeah, yeah we can do no like a, a redux. So, with my complete lack of notes or uh, or any content to add to this, I have nothing else to say. Are we going to wrap it up there? Yep, let's wrap it up there. I've got um, um before before we sign off, we've actually got this is a an event occasion worth celebrating. Got our first piece of uh, listener email oh, great. to read out today. Really? Yeah. This is a, it's quite exciting. Momentous occasion, like I said. This is a momentous occasion. Okay. So I'll try, I'll try to read this out word for word. Let's have a look. This is from, uh, this is from Leo in Hertfordshire. How old's Leo? Um, I'm not sure. Leo he didn't Turner, leave his 42. age. Yeah. Maybe, well, yeah. Thank you, Leo. So Leo, Leo from Hertfordshire said, um, Hi, guys. I wanted to share a, a story about dinner time. So this would be from episode, was it four, I think, maybe? Four. Um, okay, so apparently he's got horrific memories of, of dinner time. When he was a kid, it wasn't just a dinner for us. By the time the cats got their food too, <laughs> the cat food, <laughs> cat food used to stink. I just okay. No, as my responsibility of the previous episode was me cleaning to feed the cats. That's why we had to feed them outside, and I was always mortified when anyone fed their cats inside because the fucking stink from those cans. So Leo goes on to say, after Mum called us to dinner, we'd sit down at the table to eat, and then Mum would go call the cats who were usually outside. Unfortunately, she didn't call them by their names. She didn't call them cats. She called them pussies. Therefore, the memory I have, the one that torments me, is hearing her shout, it's pussy meat time from the doorstep for all to hear. <laughs> it's pussy meat time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought the smell was bad enough, but supplemented with your mum. Calling out pussy meat time. Laying it on a plate. She must anyone. have known what she was doing, surely. No, I don't know. I don't know, I'd like to think that was pretty innocent. They're pretty liberal guys, I think. These, these pet, oh, I'll cut that bit out, actually, because I'm not going to mention that we, we know Leo. Um, and then Leo just signs off here, uh, saying, um, I'm a massive fan, massive fan of the podcast. It's probably the, the most interesting and funny podcast I've heard. Also, I've seen your pictures on Instagram. 
And uh, I was wondering if either of you were, were single. You're not, not by normal type. Hey, then he just goes on rambling on about stuff about lifting things and wanting to throw us over his shoulders. I don't know. Weird way to sign off, Leo. But thanks anyway for thanks the feedback. Thanks for the email, Leo. Um, creepy, but, but cool. Cool story about your mum's love of embarrassing you and um, probably your sister as well. Pussy meat. Anyway, so if you have any feedbacks or suggestion or want to get hold of us, you can go to nostalgiatron.com and you can tweet us on Hi Nostalgiatron and um, yeah, always good to get feedback and if you enjoyed it, maybe leave a review. See you next time, guys. See you next time. No notes. Going in bareback. I can't believe you can't remember anything. It was like such a fucking long list. Nothing. Five hours. Just hey. <clears throat> I was. Uh, you know, sometimes you you just see someone, and even from just watching them for like three seconds, you just really want to fucking hit them. This look like really, really fucking annoying. There's this guy I was stuck behind on a, on a bike like coming down here today. And he was with, I guess it was his girlfriend. She was on like one of those electric scooters. And he was on rollerblades. Um, and for the whole time I was stuck behind him on parallel, he was just constantly showing off. Like just doing these like stupid, stupid little flicks of his feet. And like, as, <coughs> as soon as the green light went, Going down parallel, he'd start like weaving in and out of the uh, like the road markings or the bicycle lane markings, and I kept but I kept on peering over his shoulder and like grinning at this guy. <laughs> so annoying. I've never. Like, I'm not a religious man, but I was actually praying. I was thinking, please, please let him stack it in All front right, of this yeah. girl. He was wearing a <coughs> vest and shorts as well, so it would have been vicious. Carnage.